Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. Hey guys, um, this is Ramblings of a Transgender Christian. I am your host, Anna Hudak. Okay, um, I just want to make a quick little note. Um, so I, uh, my voice has been like cracking or whatever lately. Like, I don't know, like something's just been going on weird with my voice. Like, it's even more unstable than usual. So, like, if at any point you hear my voice, like, like I start sounding like a guy, just, like, understand what's going on. Don't get freaked out or whatever, you know, like, just understand what's going on. My voice, like, I just cannot get my voice even close to stable. Like, it just starts cracking at times. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's been, it, it's been crazy. So, just want to make that quick note, um, just in case it happens. I don't know. But, yeah, so. Anywho, um, yeah, it's been a uh, interesting last few days. Um, Thursday was the most interesting of those days. Um, decided is gonna try to donate plasma because well, I I got no money. I'm just gonna be straight up. I really don't. I have literally almost no money. Uh, and so, and you know, we're doing a special where new time do- first time donors. Could get would get nine hundred dollars just for donating plasma over eight donations, so it's like, well, I need money. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it while I'm trying to find a job because I just desperately need it. So I went on to on Thursday, um, and they couldn't take my plasma. So yeah, uh, Thursday morning was very depressing. I was very depressed. Um, not gonna lie, I definitely had some suicidal thoughts going through my head. Because it's just like, how the fuck am I supposed to survive now? Like, I don't have money for gas. I don't have money for insurance. I don't have money for food. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You know, so I was very suicidal, crying a lot in the morning. Um, but then my mom decided to try to... Um, help me feel better. She took me to a Jamaican restaurant... Uh, that was right near my apartment complex. Never been there before, but we've been talking about going there since January. Um, and, <clears throat> oof, man, I'm telling you, if you are ever in the Fort Wayne area, you need to try the Jamaican Grill. I'm going to try to leave a link. Maybe it'll be to, like, Yelp or something. I don't know. Um... Just, you know, some links that you know what I'm talking about. But seriously, if you're ever in the Fort Wayne area, you got to try it. Oh, my God. It's so fucking amazing. You know, I would say it's the best, second best restaurant in Fort Wayne, right behind Saboya's slash Don Chava's. But, oh, my God. It's so fucking good. You know, we had Verstu chicken, which may be the best chicken I have ever had in my life. Just, oh, my God. I'm telling you, my friends, we're serving that chicken in heaven. That is the chicken that will be in that heavenly buffet. I I, I just saying that 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 shit was fucking perfect. Um, then we also got let's see some steak fries with it, which were pretty damn good. Some mac and cheese, which was fine. You know, it was good, but uh, yeah, it wasn't great by any means. Um. And then there was 
what was the other thing we got? Oh yeah, rice and beans, which was actually really damn good. Um, it was so good, in fact, that my mama actually had to look up how to make Jamaican rice and beans afterwards. Um, just because, like, that, that, that shit changed our lives. Like, it changed how we view rice and beans. Like, there is now only one correct way to make rice and beans. And that is to make Jamaican rice and beans. Um, fucking amazing. And then they also had, like, an ice cream thing there. It's very, very served ice cream. And, oh my fucking god, that is some of the best ice cream I have ever had in my fucking life. We had their peanut butter ice cream, and I'm not joking when I say my jaw dropped. My jaw fucking dropped for peanut butter ice cream. was that damn good. So, yeah, even if you just go there for, like, yeah, I mean, just, just go there. If you ever in Fort Wayne, Indiana, just go to the Jamaican Grill. Fucking amazing. Um, so, yeah, that, 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 that did uplift my spirits, um, though, uh, it's, it, there was also a bad thing that happened from there. Um, so I, so because, you know, so because I started transitioning literally just one week before the lockdown started, I have never been out in public um, without a mask on presenting as a woman. Yeah, I have never done it. I have never been able to present as a woman without a mask on. Um, but, you know, at the restaurant, you know, we went to the restaurant. My mom... She doesn't like masks, you know, so she wasn't wearing one. Um, and the sign, there was no sign saying you needed to wear a mask. So we just went in, but I was wearing a mask. Um, I, you know, but like when I got in, I realized that literally nobody was wearing a mask. Literally nobody. So it's just like, after, like I, I kept it on for a bit, but then I finally was just like, after probably about five minutes, was just like, okay, there's no reason to keep this on. Like I am the odd woman out here. So I, I, I decided to take off the mask. And so, like, this person, they saw me come in, you know, clearly a feminine mask on. Like, I had my purse with me, you know. Um, and, like, okay, I was not wearing a tight outfit by any means. I want to make that clear. Like, it was not a tight outfit. I don't really have any tight outfits. But, like, it was still an outfit that really definitely kind of made my breasts more prominent. So, like, they're definitely visible. It's, like... Like, I was presenting super, like, 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 it was obvious I was presenting as a woman. Like, it was obvious, you know, like, I'm not saying I was presenting, like, super feminine, you know, like a girly girl, but, like, I was clearly presenting as a woman. Um, and she still misgendered me. As soon as, like, as soon as she saw me without the mask on, like, like, with the mask on, they gendered me correctly. Without the mask on, it was he and his. So yeah, that was um not not fun. Uh, the mask will definitely be going back on. Uh, definitely kind of depressing. Not gonna lie. I uh, know just having that reality checkup. Yeah, I don't pass one fucking bet. Um, nobody sees me. As a woman. You know, and the hard part is, even with a mask on, I still get misgendered sometimes. Like, I get misgendered far less, you know? Most people do call me she, her with a mask on. But it still happens enough. Uh, you know, I still think of a decent number of times where um, I was misgendered even with a mask on. So, 
But yeah, you know, without a mask on, even though I came in, um, and they had previously gendered me correctly, without the mask, like, I just look so much like a guy. Yeah, no, nobody buys anymore. Like, fucking depressing. Just, ugh, I'm not gonna lie, that's been, that's really been weighing on me the last few days. It's really been weighing on me. You know? But then after that, when we got home, um, mom put my hair up in a ponytail for the very first time. I have never had my hair put up, ever. It has been something I have been waiting for my entire fucking life. I remember as a toddler, um, wondering why I could not grow my hair out like my sisters, and why um, um, I couldn't, you know, why I couldn't grow out my hair, and why I couldn't have it put up like just like my sisters. You know, like I have always wanted long hair. Like haircuts have always depressed me. You know, uh, like I'm not joking when I say that. Like there got to a point where like getting my hair cut was making me suicidal just because like. I couldn't take it. I was like, no, I need long hair. Um, so yeah, like I have a very, very bad history with that stuff. You know, now my hair is finally made it long enough that I can put it up. And mom put it up in a ponytail for me. And like, I cried. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I definitely cried. Like, it's just, just, yeah, it was something I've been waiting for my entire fucking life. And it was it was just so wonderful. It, it was just truly a wonderful moment that I am going to remember for a fucking long time. You know, it's been interesting, you know, during transition. It's really just the small things, you know, that really bring joy to me. You know, don't get me wrong, you know, seeing my body change and all that stuff, you know, has been fucking amazing. Like, I, like, I'm starting to, you know, on every place but my face, pretty much, um, look like, you know, the person I always knew myself to be. But it's the small things, like, getting my hair put up in a ponytail for the first time, or I'm trying to think, what are some of the other things? Um, you know, going out in a skirt, and then also, you know, a dress for the very first time. Those type of things that... Really, just truly made my day. Now, I remember. I'm going to remember for a very long time. You know, just those small things. Yeah, anywho. Um, yeah, so all that happened. Um, and another thing happened yesterday. So there's this one secret. Um, I have been hiding... Three years now. And yesterday I finally got up the courage to mention it on my blog. Um, to op finally open up about it. And so I am going to confess to something. Something that honestly I fully intended to take to my grave. And I'm not joking one bit. I fully intended to take this to my grave. Honestly, like, it's just, it's not healthy. It is not healthy. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. Um, I, I, I know how to say it. It's just, 
How how do you get these words out of your mouth? I guess I just gotta say it. Um, I almost murdered my dad in cold blood. So if you've been following me for a while, whether it's on my blog, Twitter, or here in this podcast, you probably know my parents were are pretty damn abusive. Always been abused by them. In 2019, I finally started hit, really hitting my limits, you know, with her abuse. I couldn't take it anymore. And I remember just sitting there, you know, one day, like, Dad was abusing us, you know, uh, especially me. And, you know, I was also, like, finally hitting my stretch of, like, I just couldn't, like, you know, hitting my, you know, suicide or die stretch with gender dysphoria. You know, and like I was starting to come out to people and all that stuff. And of course, my I had to do a few be behind my parents' back because my parents were sitting there trying to convince me to go back to conversion therapy. Because you know, I went to conversion therapy from 2014 to 2016, now it's 2019, and my parents want me to go back because they had just a few months prior found out. Oh, wait, it didn't cure our son of being a, thinking that he's a woman. Oh, no, oh, no. And, um, yeah, um, and we were, Dad and I had to put up some signs around the church for VBS. It was just us. And Dad was standing on this really tall ladder. And there was a car coming. I realized I finally pushed the ladder Towards the road, Dad will get hit by that car. Not only would it probably possibly kill him from the impact just hitting the road so fast, but the car would definitely hit him. And I'm not going to lie, not doing that may have been the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It took every atom in my body to not attempt to murder him in that moment. I just could not take the abuse anymore. I could not handle not being allowed to live as my true self anymore. I just couldn't. It took me everything to not murder him at that moment. Definitely one of the low points in my life. One of many. Believe me, I know what rock bottom feels like. I've hit rock bottom a few, a few times. You know, I, 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 I am good friends with rock bottom. Believe me on that. We're on a first name basis probably at this point. But then a year later... During COVID, uh, maybe during the COVID lockdowns or probably after. I, I'm not sure, but you know. 2020. This time I was watching my dad abuse my youngest sister. And just, just nonstop, like all fucking night. Just abusing the shit out of her. Like I, like it was horrifying. You know, and... I was watching my sister sitting there and just 
fall apart. She couldn't handle it. She clearly could not handle the abuse anymore. You know, and she even told me like, at one point when she had a moment, like, that she wanted to kill herself just because dad was abusing her that badly that night. And I lost it. I almost murdered my dad again that night. It took me everything to sit there in that corner in the living room on my computer. Thankfully, dad kept his distance from me because if he came straight up to me, I'm not joking when I say I don't think I would have had the, the strength to hold myself back and keep myself from strangling him. I was so beyond angry with what he was doing to my little sister. I mean, there were a few points when I almost got up to grab a knife just to end his life. Because I was so beyond done watching him do all this shit to my, to my youngest sister. I almost murdered. I fully intended to murder my own dad. You know, how fucked up is that? I've always struggled with anger and hatred. Always. Okay, maybe not always, but for years now, I have struggled so much with it. At least since conversion therapy, now that I think about it. Yeah, definitely since conversion therapy. I have struggled so hard with anger and hatred. You know, there was a point, like in 2019, where I literally started hating all cisgender people. Even the people who were accepting. I literally hated for guts just for being cisgender. I mean, that was literally the only thing they did was just exist and be cisgender. And I literally hated them for it because I was so sick and tired of all the transphobic bullshit I was going through. And it's just like, you know what? Fuck all cisgender people. I fucking hate your guts. Please die. I am an angry, hateful little bitch. I mean, this is the shit that keeps me up at night. The memories of these things. Of that time when I literally hated cisgender people just for being cis. That's hot. Those times when I almost murdered my dad. These are the memories that haunt me all the fucking time. How do you move past such things? How do you become a better person at these? Because, I mean, honest, I've never really gotten over all the anger. Or all the hatred is just more buried now. You know, I've put a few layers of dirt on top of it. But it's not gone. I still feel that same old anger. That same old hatred. You know. 
I mean, maybe not for the exact same things, you know, like, I don't necessarily have any animus towards cisgender people as a group, but transphobes? Hell yeah. Fucking hate for guts. Conservatives? Yeah, definitely. Fucking hate them. Never I just hear anything they have to say or even see for some of her faces. I get angry. Feel that hate rising. I just... Like, how do you just stop? Like, I don't want to be this angry, hateful mess. Like, no matter, like, how much I try to just give it up to God, like, you know, like, just never am able to move on. I just don't know how to stop being angry and hateful. I don't know how. I wish I knew. I hate being hateful. I hate being angry. All the time. It doesn't feel good. I can see how it's destroyed me over the years. How do you just stop? How do you? I don't. I gotta lie. I'm very much at my wit's end at this point. If I'm being honest, I just kind of even stopped giving up on asking God about it, praying about it to God. I mean, I just don't really pray to God, period, anymore. Except unless I'm praying for others. If I'm praying for others, you know, maybe I'll pray for them like on a one-off thing. I just don't pray to God anymore. I don't read the Bible anymore. If I'm being honest... Not 100% I really know what I believe anymore. There's been quite a few times in these past few weeks I've wondered, am I even really a Christian anymore? Do I really believe this anymore? Like, I know at my heart of hearts, I still do. But I don't know. Our whole good job as Christians is to love. If we're not loving others, and I mean loving everyone, well, you're just simply not a Christian. You can't be. You can't hate and uh, and be a Christian at the same time. The, the two are fundamentally incompatible. It's just like, if I can't get rid of his anger and hatred, is it, like, I'm just, aren't I just, like, fooling myself and everybody else by calling myself a Christian? Am I even already a Christian? Have I been tricking myself into thinking I ever was? I don't really know. I just don't know.
Man, I feel dirty. I feel very, very dirty at the moment. Well, honestly, that's pretty much everything I've really got to say about um, Bavis at the moment. So, because we're going to move on to more discussion about hatred and bigotry and all that shit. Um, so, Joe Biden. Okay, when he was elected... Here's where my expectations were for him, okay? My bar for him, the bar that he had to hurdle, um, was all the way in the depths of hell. No, I'm not exaggerating. Um, I had no good expectations for Joe Biden. Uh, I, I always expected him to be a horrid president. And, you know, let's be honest, for the most part, he has been. Except on one thing. LGBT rights. LGBT rights. He has been fucking amazing on. And I'm not gonna lie, I have like, I, like, when he first started, you know, really, you know, pushing the LGBT rights thing last fall, you know, before the election, I didn't really believe him, you know. Um... I just saw it as a cynical attempt in, in hopes that it would get him votes. I didn't believe that he would actually do anything for the LGBT community. But, you know, as time has gone on, and especially as, you know, he kept, pre- you know, he kept doing so many great things for the community in the, in the first few months, you know, all the, you know, the reversals of horrid policies, you know, um, the new laws and everything, you know, um, I started buying the hype. I started buying the hype that Joe Biden was truly an LGBT ally. I should have known better. He's a fucking lib. Should have seen it coming. But I didn't. I bought the hype. And I'm paying for it. Because here's what came out a few days ago. What I saw on my Twitter feed. Breaking. Biden's Justice Department says they will, quote unquote, vigorously defend a federal law that allows religious schools to discriminate against LGBTQ students. Yes, um, Joe Biden has decided that it's more important for people to discriminate against people Uh, for religious reasons, than it is to support basic human rights for the LGBT community. Question. Who are the people who are doing the vast majority of the discrimination against LGBT people? Is it religious people? Or non-religious people? You say religious people? Ding, 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 ding. Correct the mundo. Totally, totally correct. You are, like, so basically, what Joe Biden is saying is, <clears throat> yeah, you can discriminate against LGBT students. Because, I mean, he's basically just catering to the people who want to discriminate. Saying, yeah, your discrimination is valid. If you view these people as subhuman monsters and should not be treated with any amount of human respect, well, guess what? You don't need to. 
we're going, we as the government are ensuring you have the right to treat other people as subhuman monsters. Now, just imagine that we're living in the 60s during the civil rights movement. Now, imagine whoever was the fuck was the president at the time um, came out and said this. We believe that, uh, that our black um, population, they have the right to do business with whomever, wherever, you know, and they should have the right to use whatever bathrooms or water fountains that they want. We totally believe that. Segregation is evil. It is wrong. That being said, if you have a religious belief that black people are subhuman, you get to still continue to segregate them or refuse them business. I mean, just imagine if the president at the time had said that. Just imagine. Just imagine if he said, if you have a religious belief that black people are subhuman, you can still discriminate against them. I mean, that's literally what Joe Biden is doing here. It's, it's fucking abhorrent. Joe Biden does not give a shit about our LGBT rights. He does not give a shit about us at all. And I, I, I am actually, and I am very much ashamed that I ever bought into the hype that he was some LGBT ally. Because guess what? When push came to shove, he buckled down. He buckled under the weight. He, he decided that he'd rather give in to the to the to the evangelical Christian mob, who hates everybody, and then actually stick up for basic human rights and decency. The guy is not an ally. Because he basically, he literally just said, hey, to just, to literally almost every single person who hates LGBT people, you get to basically keep going on as business before. I, I, I just can't. The guy does not, does not give a fucking shit about LGBT people. It was literally just all bluster. Um, all bark, no bite. <sighs> And I allowed myself to buy into the hype. Just goes to show, never trust a liberal. Never trust a fucking liberal. Oh well. Well, let me see. What else is there to discuss? Sorry about if you heard I had to turn on the water for a second. Um, trying to see. Um, I had a bunch of things I wanted to uh, mention in this episode. But we're like getting kind of late on. So it's just like I don't want to talk about everything. I was like what do I uh, talk about? Okay. So here's a few things. Okay so I do want to mention these two things. Um, so l- l- let's get a bit lighter. Um, we've been, we've been pretty heavy, um, this last half an hour, so let, let, let's get, let, let's get a bit lighter and all that shit. So, yeah, they have a, a new iCarly reboot I saw that's coming out just a few days from now. Um, yeah, so like, and I haven't seen a surprising amount of hype behind the iCarly reboot. 
I am actually surprised. I did not think that show had that that much of a fan base. Um, like it was. I want to make it clear. It was a show I was not allowed to watch. You know, but like I remember most of most of the time when we watched it, it was that small group. Um, at our church, we had a bunch of small groups, and the one that we went to at the time, um, you know, it was basically just me and my sisters and the host's two daughters. We would just sit in the living room. And watched the television, and of course his daughters controlled the controller. And they, and like pretty much every time when we were over, iCarly was on, and we were doing like, you know, several hours of it. And so like, we watched a bunch of iCarly, and when I say a bunch, like, no, not, like, it was not a super amount of the show, but it was definitely double digits. Like, probably saw at least 15 to 20 episodes. Um, you know, so like, I got a taste of for the show. Um... And, you know, because they loved it. They fucking loved it. Um, and, you know, once again, we were not allowed to watch the show. But, you know, what? like, it was usually over by the time my parents would ever make their way up to the living room, you know. In fact, they almost never did, you know. It's like, you know, it's like we, we pretty much never told our parents that we were watching it. Um, and, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um... Yeah, I thought it was okay, you know, it was fine. I didn't see the hype for it, you know, understand the hype of it, you know. It was just fine. It was mildly entertaining. I never got the hype behind the show. Now, the fucking theme song, on the other hand, you know, I, I totally get the theme song. The theme song was fucking lit. I, 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 will, I will completely agree with anybody on that. Because, you know, um, last Sunday, um, they on... <clears throat> On Paramount Plus's YouTube channel, um, released the uh, um the updated theme song. I'm not gonna lie, I the moment I saw that, I had to check it out because you because know, I will totally admit that the theme song was good. So I, I definitely checked out the theme song, but honestly, after seeing hearing about the seeing what the new theme song thing looks like, you know, I'm good. I'm not watching the show. I am just surprised that the show had enough demand. To return, I like, I am genuinely surprised by that. I ne- like it was just fine, like at best. Like I, I I don't get it. I do not get why on earth there's so much hype behind the show. Now it, you know there was like the two Rob Schneider. That's who it was Rob Schneider, right? Who did them? Um, who also did Victorious, which was another show I was definitely not allowed to watch. But, you know, but, like, but also, you know, watched quite a few episodes from Small Group and a few times at my, um, let's see, my uncle because he was addicted to it. Um, and he, he, he had his kids watch some episodes, a few episodes with him, you know, but like, I saw a few more episodes of Victorious than I did our Carly, but not a whole bunch. Once again, it was maybe like 20 to 25 at most episodes I ever saw. I, like, I, like... Even 25, I'd be surprised if I saw that many. Um, yeah, at least somewhere around 20 episodes, probably. And um, a lot of it in a small group, but... Because, um, you know, like, it'd just be, like, several straight hours, you know, you saw, like, four episodes at once. Um, but, yeah, you know, I remember Veshad. I thought that was better than I Carly. I'm, uh, at least that one got me to fucking laugh. I Carly was mostly just kind of a cringe fest. So it's like for me, it's like 
I would have thought that Victorious would have been rebooted because I thought that show was a lot better than iCarly. Like, Victorious was actually kind of funny and good, I thought. Uh, but but iCarly was just like, eh, fine, guess. So, like, and then, I don't know if you're clear. Like, if you were to actually reboot Victorious, probably not watching it. Um, like, I, I I don't care enough about it by myself to, to, to give a shit, you know? And watch it, you know. Um, but at, le- at least it was better. Like in my mind, it was. It's far more deserving of a reboot than fucking iCarly was. I don't know. I don't get it. I I don't get it. I I don't understand why people choose certain things. Why people like certain things. Like people like. I, like why do people fucking like The Office, Friends, or um? What's that other show? Uh, Big Bang Theory or Shit's Creek. I never got any of those shows at all. I mean, I think that most of them were fucking terrible. Like, I'm sorry. The Office, Shit's Creek, and Friends are fucking objectively awful. For objectively awful. And I'm not joking. Like, I actually do one day want to make videos showing why they're fucking objectively terrible. Like, I don't get why people like those shows. Even remotely. You know, we're, um... Jeez, I'm trying to think, you know, like, I don't know, just, like, no, 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 like, Adventure Time, that was huge when I was a kid. You know, I saw, like, a little bit of that, you know, just a little bit. When, because I remember it being on at the YMCA a few times, so I saw a little bit. Never understood how wonder if anybody liked Adventure Time, ever. Um, trying to think. No, like, I never really understood why people love Star Wars so much. I just don't get it. I don't understand how on earth anybody likes anime at all. And I grew up, grow up, but grew up in an anime family. Like, my dad grew up watching anime back in the 70s and 80s, you know? Um, you know, he was one of those kids who grew up watching, like, fucking Robotech um, and that shit, you know? Um... It's like in Studio Ghibli, you know, and he got us to watch, try to watch like Studio Ghibli and all that bullshit, you know, and like my two younger sisters, like they, they're hooked to anime. They, they fucking love it. They became huge weebs, total weebs. Um, like, like every time when I'm over at my parents' house and my sisters are there, like they're probably watching anime, you know? Uh, and, and there's times where, like, they'll all just, like, get together, and, like, my dad and my sister, like, you know, and even sometimes my mom will just get together and watch anime together, and, and there's me, and it's just, like, nope, no, I, I, I will not turn to the weeb side. I refuse to turn to the weeb side. I don't understand how on earth anybody likes anime. It's so fucking weird. And just dumb, like, I don't get it at all. Like, I think, like, what was that show that my sister and dad have been watching lately? And they, and they had, like, blaring from, for everybody to hear. Um, so loud, I, even with my fucking earbuds in, I could still hear everything they were saying. And just stop giving a shit, uh, eventually. Um, oh god, what was that show? Like, I, I think it was, like, My Hero Academy or something like that. My Hero Academy music? I don't know. Like it, it, like, it was that superhero one, and I know it's like My Hero, and it's like Academia, or Academy, or something like that. 
Like, I don't even know about it because back when I worked at the library, I had, like, we, we had a big selection of foes on ma the manga. And, like, I had to shelve that quite often. So, like, that's the only reason I even know what the fuck that thing was. Like, I recognized the characters on the covers of, um, the manga. But, um, so fucking dumb and weird. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't get it. I don't get why under people like anime at all. Especially, like, like, and it's, like, such a huge thing in the trans community, I've noticed. Like, you always know somebody's fucking trans if they have a fucking Picru image, you know, it's for Avatar. Like, like, I don't get it. I don't understand, you know? And, like, I'm, I'm bringing up to my sister, like, seems, seems like fucking everybody in my age who's trans is just adores anime. And my sister was like, oh, yeah, I totally understand why. Like, I don't. I don't understand one fucking bit. Whatever, you know. I don't understand. I wonder if anybody likes Avatar The Last Airbender. Never understood it at all. I, I don't get it. For me, a good time if I want to watch a television show, sitting down, watching The Tick, or Andy Griffith, or Sanford and Son, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, The Bob Newhart Show, um, The Honeymooners, I'm trying to think. What are some other just great? Um, maybe an episode or two of I Love Lucy, but eventually, you know, I can only watch one or two episodes at a time because holy fuck, Lucy is kind of annoying. <laughs> you know, Looney Tunes, um, the original, you know, even like the original Scooby Doo, you know, Scooby Doo, Where Are You? That show is fucking awesome. Don't at me. Uh, Flintstones. It's the old shit. Like, I don't understand why people like the new shit at all. You know, like, the, the only thing that's that's good, that's made, like, like there's, like, nothing that's made since that's not old that's good, pretty much. I'll say I have a few things, you know, like, Phineas and Ferb, fucking awesome. I could watch Phineas and Ferb all fucking day. Um, you know, the new DuckTales. The new DuckTales was actually pretty damn good. I'll give them credit. Um, Tron Uprising, fucking amazing, um... Show, love at. It's just like, I don't know. I don't get why people like new shit at all. Like, new shit is just not good. I don't get it. Maybe it's because I grew up, you know, just like all I ever watched was I Love Lucy, Howdy Doody, Andy Griffith, you know, and shit like that, you know. That's what I grew up with. Like, when I was a kid, I spent my time watching World War II black and white documentaries. I didn't watch cartoons growing up, you know, unless it was like fucking Flintstones or Looney Tunes or Jetsons, you know. That's like the only cartoons we were really allowed to watch. If it wasn't old, we weren't allowed to watch it growing up, uh, you know. <clears throat> and, you know, the live action shows you're allowed to watch, fucking old shit, you know. Um, watching, you know, I Love Lucy, Andy Griffith, you know, um, Gunsmoke, shit like that. I, Little House on the Prairie. Waltons. I fucking love the Waltons. You know, like, I am trying to get my hand on the entire fucking series right now. Like, I have the first two seasons. Like, I really want the whole series. And I'm actually planning on, like, once I get my hand on the whole series, like, I'm actually going to review every fucking season on my YouTube channel. Because I think that is an amazing show that has just been forgotten about, which is so sad. The Waltons was fucking awesome. One of, one of the most important shows of my childhood, genuinely. You know? Like, I, so yes, I know, I'm a fucking boomer, okay? I'm 22 years old, and I sound like a fucking boomer. 
I don't care. This is the shit I grew up with. I don't understand any of the new shit at all. Um, and why anybody likes it. You know? So, but I recognize it's probably one of the reasons why I don't really relate to anybody. Because I don't relate to anybody my own age. Because I wasn't allowed to watch anything that anybody in my own age watched. <laughs> you know? So, just the way I am. Just the way I am. Like, I'm not joking at all when I say I always felt more at home talking to old people at the church, you know, or spending time at, talking to, to the elderly people at the nursing home than I ever did to people my own age. Just because, like, I relate far more to them because, like, I grew up with their values, you know, and watching their shows, you know. But, but like, young people, you know, my age, it's like, I'm just never related to them at all. Like, for sitting there talking about Star Wars, you know. I was, like, maybe, like, eight when I first saw Star Wars, you know? Um, and even then, like, I only saw it once, and I just thought it was fine, you know? I didn't love it at all. Kind of forgot, I, I kind of forgot all about it, you know, everything that happened pretty shortly after. Yeah, but SpongeBob SquarePants was firmly banned. Firmly um, you know, pretty much anything that was on Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, or Disney Channel was firmly banned outside of Phineas and Ferb. Um, just because, like, my parents could not find anything wrong with that show. They could not find a single thing to bitch about. Um, so they, so they begrudgingly allowed us to watch Phineas and Ferb. But yeah, you know, so, like, I, I just, you know, I remember, you know, like, just being super fucking jealous or just, like, I don't, like, I don't even remember the first time I even heard about The Hunger Games, like. I don't remember. When was the first time I even heard about it? I don't remember. Maybe been twenty. It would have been twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen was the first time I heard about the Hunger Games. The first time I ever heard about the Marvel Cinematic Universe was twenty fourteen, and I found it by accident because like on the television, on the TV schedule, you know, when I was working out at my uncle's, they had the Avengers on, and I was like, wait. Because, like, I grew up with, like, Marvel um, coloring books and all that shit, you know? Um, so, like, I knew a lot of the Marvel characters, you know? And I even read some Marvel comics growing up. Um, because my dad was a comics book person, you know? Um, so, like, I read a lot of the Marvel comics growing up. And had a lot of co Marvel coloring books and Marvel action figures. So, like, I knew Marvel. Um, I was like, wait, that's, like, that's Marvel, isn't it? So I turned it on, and it's like, hey, Loki, and that's Hulk. Oh my god, they made a movie based on the Avengers, and I found out about this in 2014. And that's the very first time I ever found out that the Marvel Cinematic Universe was even a thing. Like, that's just how fucking sheltered I was. <sighs> so yeah, fun, 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 just fun. <sighs> I don't even know why I'm rambling on about this anymore. Anyway, I probably should just end this episode at this point, so thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.